Should all of this year be forgot it was so damn bad? I miss you Johnny so damn much and are you movie man? <laughs> I am indeed movie mad. That is the name of this <laughs> podcast you're listening to right now. I need to pause and go for a piss. My name's Andrew Jones, I'm a cinephile. Oh, should I say, I'm a singy file because <laughs> I sing. I'm Johnny, I'm Johnny Ellis, and I'm Movie Mad. He is Movie Mad. I'm asking everyone, are you Movie Mad? And I do that every week. But this week is different because it's the end of the year, so I'm not watching a film with Johnny. Johnny, you're not watching a film this week. Oh. Because we're, we're just going to... two films. No. Oh. No, we're, doing we're going to... It's another cast commentary, isn't it? What <laughs> better way to ring out the year? Oh, ring out your neck. <laughs> Can you believe last year's final episode was fucking cats? <laughs> That's how fucking you... cats. It was that's that's the film it. I'm working on. Oh, boy. You don't want the butthole cut. You want, the, you want full genital. <laughs> what is a genital, genital cat, anyway? <laughs> well, um... Well, genital well, what cats. Are we? I don't think a genital cat is very sick. What are we doing? We're looking back. We're looking back at 2020. This was the year that was. Are we looking back at the highlights of the year? Nope, we're looking back at all of the year. But but we'll mainly be focusing on highlights, right? So let's just talk about cats the entire time, shall we? Well, that was 2019, so it's not a No, but we did a cats commentary Don't spoil that. (laughs) And then, of course, Boxing Day, when it came to Sky Cinema. Yes. Yeah. 25 frame version of the commentary say sync up at home in the uk on its very specific tv broadcasting standards i don't understand why it's still 25 wait so we did we technically released two cats episodes last year and two cats episodes this year no yeah no no alternate cut alternate cut yeah but yeah but would you say that when you watch when you watch the lord of the rings the uh return of the king and then you say, well, I'm going to put on another movie. And you put on The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King, extended edition. Would you say yes. that that's a new movie? Yes. As opposed to that. I, I absolutely would. I, I truly would. Would you watch The Godfather Part 3, then Coda, The Death yeah. of Yeah, that's what I'm planning to do. I'm, I'm genuinely planning to do it. So, yes. Would you watch the uh, Blu-ray <laughs> of South and Tales followed by the, uh, the can cut that's coming to the Arrow disc of South and Tales? And call yes. them two movies. Yes, I've probably watched that the second week of January. How many Blade Runner movies have you seen in the franchise Blade Runner? That's the thing. I would I would count those as all different films. Work so, Prince, yeah. Unicorn, <laughs> Directors, Final, 2049. Yeah. Yeah. All different films. All different films. So What about you know. Redux? What about Final Cut? What about Apocalypse Now? <laughs> you can keep asking. The answer is always yes. So we released two cats. Okay, what about Miss March? Right, Miss March came to the cinemas, and then they released the uh, Miss March, the extended, the uncut version. All right, which, which, whilst added more tits and ass, also <laughs> placed the word retarded in a sequence with the word crack baby dubbed over it. 
So whilst it was uncut by adding more, you know, breasts and nudity, they also changed a word from the theatrical cut, which was, you know, they realised, oh shit, actually using the word retarded is bad. And it is bad, and I'm using it for the purpose of using it to say how bad it is and not the purpose of protruding its uh, use in culture. But they changed that to the word crack baby. So it's both cut and uncut simultaneously, but they call it uncut. Would you say those two are two different films? Yes. But they both feature everyone's favorite character, <laughs> Craig Robinson, as. Let me hear it. Let's let's say his character name together. Horse Dan Dick Dot MPEG. <laughs> this much, Craig Robinson plays Horse Dick Dot MPEG. Um, I am a cinephile. I am movie mad. Oh, so boy. movie mad. We did two episodes of Cats last year and two episodes of Cats this year. Um, so you know what next year we need to do? Two more episodes of Cats. You're welcome, Rod. There's what? Just Cheetah Count. <laughs> no, she wasn't in it nearly long enough. She was in it longer than bloody Ian McKellen was in Cats. <laughs> At least Ian McKellen had a song. I wish to be an apex predator. Such a weird wish. You shall not catch! She didn't seem, like, upset with the fact that she turned into a cheater. Oh, we're spoiling WW84, which hasn't actually come out in the UK UK at this point. It's PVOD next year, baby! Ridiculous. It's tier Um, four for PVOD. But, um... Yeah, uh, Wonder Woman 84, cat. It's in the trailer. She goes cat. It is, yeah. She gets genital. She she didn't seem upset at all. It was like, yeah, this is what I wished for. I, I got what I wished for. <laughs> hey, she gets nine lives out of it. Ah, touche. And if touché. she died by uh, Wonder Woman's lasso, she would have made it to Heaviside Lair, so it's fine. <laughs> but we're naughty because we're starting off the show talking about last year. But uh, 2020 started with... What did it start? Now, what we, are you going to When we were leading into this, I was just about to bring up the list of film which we did and you said no 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 go into this blind and we'll talk about what you remembered most or most fondly so remind me what did we watch first last year well what was Netflix's big Christmas movie last year do you remember their big blockbuster Christmas movie uh, Christmas no that was a couple of years ago no we did a Christmas movie One, two, three, four, five, Six Underground was a film that came out. All right. But we didn't Six do Six Underground. I've we didn't do Six Underground, but that was yeah. the latest film by uh, author Michael Bay. We went back to the first film. Oh, Michael God. Michael we did uh, Bad Boys. Bad Boys? His first film, it wasn't. What are you going to do? What are you going to do when they come for you? Yeah, well, what were you going to do? We watched Bad Boys. Remember when we watched Bad Boys? Yeah. Do I you was remember? quite excited. You were quite excited. Bad Boys. Yeah. Because um, I'd heard so much about these films. Had you? Yeah. Well, mainly from uh, Hot Fuzz. Well, um, like Bad Boys too. Yeah, but I like Bad Boys Two is part of the Bad Boys franchise. So. It's part of the Bad Boys of us, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's not like, bad. It's like people going on about uh, the Dark Knight. You'd, you'd still want to watch Batman Begins. Well, yeah, because Batman Begins is a superior film. Yeah. But like more people talk about the Dark Knight than they do about Batman. The Batman has fallen far from the tree, Mister Wayne. <laughs> um, now I don't remember too much from Bad Boys. 
this, but I remember it was I long. am the devil. Turbo Cole. Turbo what? Turbo Cole, that's the actor's name. He goes, uh, All right. You're in hell, and I am the devil. Um, it's beaten up brutally. Yeah, Batman. Classic Batman. <laughs> beating up random prisoners because it's like, ah, oh, you're poor. <laughs> that, that he goes them. around the world finding, finding the poorest of the citizens and beats them up because they had an ineffectual upbringing because of the way society was. Well done! What a guy! We stand a uh, poor little rich boy. <laughs> Bad Boys was quite disappointing. Was it? Um, yeah. And considering we were doing two more weeks of it, well, uh, we... with Bad Boys 2, we oh, followed with. What's coming up? Yeah, we watched <laughs> Bad Boys. Then we watched Bad Boys 2. Yeah. We um, did that the same day, remember? We did. We did indeed. Because um, we were watching in, uh, what was it? In person. In 1K? Was it in 2K? Oh, it was in 3K. It was in 4K. It was the Emmy Award winning show. 4K asked a question. Um, yeah, I'm trying to remember what the last film we watched together sat next to each other. It wasn't Bad Boys, I know that for sure. Oh, we will um, get to that because I remember it for Yeah. It was the day that Max yeah. was tried out, died out. Oh. Um, and so I yeah, we did, want to thank we did you Bad Boys for bad killing boys. me the best day of your life. We did Bad Boys 2 followed directly uh, on from Bad Boys 1. Yes. Um, Yes, that was a fun day. That was, you know, five and a half. That was, yeah, yeah. That was about five hours of bad boys. Yeah, it was a lot, and I remember. It I think you can hear really it in the podcast enough. of us just, yeah. you know. <sighs> yeah, probably by the end of the second episode, I was just like dead. Um, but I felt like we had to do this because we. Yeah. Would, I felt there was a cultural cachet in doing covering them in preparation for the next film. Little did we know what the next film would end up turning out to be. <laughs> because we went to go to the cinema. Remember, that was that. I think that's the last time we went to the cinema to watch a film. Yeah, for the podcast. Yeah, obviously we'd you know hang out together later to watch, uh, you know, other films. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We did go and see uh, Bad Boys Three. Nope. Um, Bad, oh, Boys Bad Boys for Life. Life. <laughs> um, was it in the super screen? We yep. You insisted on super screening it, yeah. so he super screened it, my friend. Um, and that was quite good, actually. That it was, was the best of the three. Definitely the best of the three. And, of course, it features the part which we didn't talk about in the other parts. It's, uh, hey, actually, also, now Bad Boys is Supernatural. Bad Boys is Supernatural. Yes, because, you know, Mike Lowry. Yeah. Mike Lowry fucked a witch. Which witch did he... Which, which witch did he fuck? <laughs> well, um, if you remember, like, the moment... When the film Bad Boys starts, technically that would be the time in which Bad Boys for Life they'd never met each other, and he was working this this big CIA thing, which meant he met a witch and had sex with her, which created the uh, bad guy from Bad Boys for Life. All right, that's canon in the franchise. <laughs> is there's witches? Oh God, yeah, I forgot about that. They yeah. don't just they don't just burn through the ditches. <laughs> They drag through the witches. I mainly remember um, Michael Bay's appearance in Bad Boys Following. Michael Lowry's appearance? No, Michael Bay's. Is Michael Bay in Bad Boys for Life? 
Are you, are you serious? Do you not actually remember that? But could you could you um, set the scene? Wasn't he uh, hysteria? Evening. Day. Um, after, afternoon. Oh, it's an afternoon. It's not. It's not a golden hour. We're not going golden hour for bay. maybe. Might, was might it was golden. was it on the bay that he was at? Yes, it was. He was um he was officiating a wedding. It's the wedding reception yeah. of. I can't for life me remember now. Do you have bad boys life on your iTunes? Yes. Okay, I might give yes, it a rewatch. Yes, it's available in 4K for you. You can is now it... do the you can now do the trilogy in 4K, my friend. Is it? No, I wouldn't do the trilogy. Um, <laughs> is it still the best-selling film of the year? I was going to get to that after we talked oh, about right. Bay. Bay, 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 Bay. Yes. So where is he? He's uh, officiating what wedding reception? Mike Glowry's wedding. Mike Glowry? <laughs> is it to the witch? Is he going to marry a witch? <laughs> Probably. Marry a carrot. <laughs> Kevin and the carrot. This is all an advertising fun for Audi. Oh, I should have been officiating this. <laughs> oh! If Did I you want to hear? No. Oh. Hello, Andrew. He doesn't like to talk to you. <laughs> See? He's all timid around you because you... Yeah, last time he, he ubered over a punch. Mm. <laughs> it was fun. I laughed. Bye. 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 At least he didn't hit you this time. No, it was very cordial. Yeah. Almost like 2020 was too much. Maybe. Maybe, Maybe so. <laughs> so Michael Bay was there officiating a wedding. Well, because yeah, he directed indeed. the film, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, no. What? Record yeah, scratch? Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. Mm. Well, what did we do after Bad Boys? Well, it's still January and we had a film left to watch. Yes. Oh, oh, God, it was National Security. Woo, woo, woo. I remember wee. nothing about Eric Roberts. I, I chose this film. Is it Eric Roberts? Yeah. He, he, said, he said we should watch one of uh, Martin Lawrence's films, right? Yeah, because we've done a bunch of Will Smith films, Collateral Beauty and New York Winter's yeah. It was uh, World Wide West, Ali, and the state. It's time to give Martin Lawrence his uh, run. Yeah, and I How'd said, well, one I've always wanted to watch. I think mainly because I'd seen the uh, the cover, the DVD cover in like blockbusters back in the day, so many times. Sure, that's um, where Martin Lawrence movies lived, basically. Yes. In the UK, there. And I would rent them all. So, like, I'd always wanted to watch them, but I never got around to actually renting them. Um, Oh, we're going to watch Blue Streak at some point, right? Sure. Duke Wilson. Uh, Blue Streak, I know, I know a couple of, but it's, it's not one that jumps out at me. Uh, see, the next one after that would be Life. Oh, Life? Yeah. Oh. Life. <laughs> oh, Life. <laughs> Dude. That, yeah. Dude. National life. Security and Life are the two oh. Martin Lawrence films I distinctly remember seeing the cover for constantly. In rental shops. Maybe we'll have to do that in March, just if it's available, just before uh, it's time for an Eddie. Oh, maybe it's maybe I'm going to regret because, seeing that. Because do you remember? Do you remember the video that uh, Will Smith released last year nice. when he was promoting the fact that Bad Boys for Life was coming out? It's like this is uh, you know throwback Thursday to when we were shooting in Atlanta, and hey, we met these guys who were also shooting a film at the same time, and it oh, was right. what it was. 
coming to America was, it was it? Arsenio and Eddie. So it was, <laughs> it was Martin and Eddie back together again. And it was, you know, four iconic performers together doing sequels to their films from years past, all shooting on the oh. same lot. It's quite sweet. It's really quite sweet. It's like, oh, that's cool. That's quite nice. I like that. <laughs> but yeah, they're coming to America. Are you thinking of doing that as an episode? No, I'm just thinking, hey, we should, you know, throw that on the programming thing because as life to in time for yeah. like we did like when right. uh, Downton Abbey was coming out, we did TV. Yes. To yeah. I'm always th- I'm always thinking about what is relevant to, not what the exact film. I don't want to go for the exact film. Who That's would at any point choose to go for the exact film that people might be watching it that week? <laughs> We'd never what, do it. What did we do next week? Next week, oh, we did Rambo. <laughs> we had to finish. We had to finish our run. Yeah. So we did the film everyone was talking about last sep- the September before that. You know, the week that Downton Abbey came out. Yes. Another yeah. film came out. Yeah. And you were cordially invited to the uh, <laughs> Rambo estate to watch him rip the, a man's heart out and show it to him just before he goes and walks off to a rocking chair and sits down in the sunset for a nice evening. Now this, I remember sitting next to you and watching. Um, <laughs> In, in 4K, 4K, wasn't it? Yep. yep. Um, I don't... Uh, want, I'm wondering... That wasn't tunnels. He's building tunnels in the ranch. Yes. He's yeah. creating Vietnam and, at home. And he didn't die which, yet, you know, if, if you think about it, it's quite a apt thing for 2020. It's like, hey, what can you do in the back of your own house to keep you entertained? Well, you can play, make traps that if cartels suddenly decide to come over, whoops, all dead... <laughs> what's that oh he's got a spike through his head what's that oh <laughs> his head's been blown off by three shotguns aimed at him is that overkill no overkill <laughs> it's ram overkill can you imagine him making that years ago oh, i really hope someone comes i really hope i get to see this this work oh, like, i can't wait the day it happens he's just ecstatic <laughs> game over but he can't he can't really take any um any time to appreciate it fully, his his handiwork because oh, he's riding a tricycle the entire time. Yeah, videos. <laughs> this is ethical. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh, it's me, Spiral. I'm a chapter of the Book of Thought. Um, yeah, I remember a lot, a lot of uh, like sort of uh, magic hour shots. You know, sort of sunset, uh, sunrise, sunset. Yeah. <laughs> Cat being in the cradle. And the silver, that silver Never spoon. <laughs> Little um, boy moon, silver spoon. Um, when you're coming back, man, I don't know when you'll beat me up for being poor then. But I, um, I remember also Rambo doesn't die at the end, right? He sits there to, you know, deal with the fact that he's got some wounds and he's just ripped a man's heart out and shown it to his <laughs> face as he is pinned against a wall by four arrows to die and uh, he just nestles on his rocking chair in the golden hour of the sun and then it cuts to credits and it starts showing clip bits of all the other films and you think oh that's the end of the Rambo story and then just after those oh, the end of the credit roll just before the actual main credits roll it's a shot of him getting on a horse and then riding off into the sunset like, oh <laughs> oh oh so he's still going I said Rambo will return He'll, I'm we can't guy. stop him. I live to kill another day <laughs> he's the original bad boy yeah, what are you gonna do? Uh, Will there be um, a Valentine's Day? Remember, right. remember what February was, right? 
What was February? February was us celebrating the new BBFC logos starting to come into. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it was all 18. Right. <laughs> all 18s. And it I was have, Valentine's Day. I have two films now I own that have the uh, new BBFC logos on them. What two films? Uh, Personal yeah. History of David Copperfield. All right. Which uh, one of the greatest films of the year. And then one of the films that also came out this year, I guess. Tenet. Now, I'm doing the thing with my fingers first. Tenet. <laughs> if you don't know what the thing with the fingers is, hey, you should watch Tenet. And if you watch Tenet, you should go to the Film Bastards Patreon, where you can find that uh, I have done commentary with uh, Ian Loring and Mark Foster on the Film Bastards podcast over Tenet, in which I start to go crazy trying to work out the timing structure of it all and work out how paradoxes could possibly work in this world, because I like to work out the theories of... Uh, multiple or singular universe time travel it breaks people's brains and it infuriates them you can also by the way on there listen to my commentaries for prestige inception interstellar insomnia uh dark knight rises dunkirk most of the most of the nolan films they've covered all the nolan films oh and also i uh did for, from russia with love and i'll be back on doing some bond commentaries Ooh, on that i'm Patreon. gonna start worth doing that and some of them are on video and i do bits i do bits on video <laughs> I'm going to start um, reading the Bond books this uh, beginning of the year. Um, or the Charlie Hicksons. Yes. <laughs> well, my plan last year was to read all the books in time for uh, well, there was No, no time. time to Die. Which, uh, the song No Time to Die came out the day we sat, the evening we sat down to watch Bad Boys for Life. Just to... Really? Yes, because I remember Damn. sitting there on the super screen and you were trying to explain who Billy Irish was to me. <laughs> Still that don't know. Sense. Still do not know. You should listen to her album. No, she's got a, a whole song with um the Office references. That like, sounds clips. awful. I've there's Gross. a song. I God, who sung uh, Ralph Wiggum? And no, I don't okay. even like that song. It's the same one who sang Barbara Streisand. Bloodhound Gang. Bloodhound Gang do a song called Ralph Wiggum. Right. It's just it's just Ralph Wiggum quotes. To music. I think that is how I discovered. Billy, I discovered her. Just saying, so you know. um, Billy Eilish uh, was. I saw things on like I follow um, the Office memes hashtag on Instagram, and it kept popping up with this song, which had um, uh, sound clips from uh, Threat Level Midnight. And I was like, okay, I got to check out this entire song. What's that and then I was like, oh, I got to check out the Office. I don't understand. With what? What's that got to do with the Office? Michael Scarn's epic. I think they featured adventure. it on The Office. It was a whole. Um, oh, what, uh, like that Jack Robinson featured on The Office? Yes, yeah. I don't know where you. Yeah, that's not available to stream anywhere. I know. It's, 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 it's one of those things. It's like, it's, 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 it's like, gosh, it's like David Lynch is very specific about how he make, lets you view his works. And Hayao Miyazaki was, I don't want to put things on streaming. I guess Jack Black was insistent that some films don't go streaming. For yeah, him. yeah. Um, <laughs> but Eastern Promises. We did. Oh God, Eastern Promises. I don't know that. Yeah, we did. We did one. Of, we did one of uh, many Cronenbergs this year. Yep. A film yeah, set fun. in Wimpy. Yes, I mainly remember the the scene set in the uh, the spa. Was it a spa? It was a nice spa in which we see Viggo Mortensen's bender in a bun. Yes. Yeah. Um, wimpy, it's a wimpy gym. Yeah, that was that was good. It was 
uh, intense and violent. I like Vincent it. Cassell being crazy, Armin Müller-Stahl being Armin Müller-Stahl. Mm. It was, was like a last, last Christmas. Was that the last one we watched together? No, I'll get to that. We're we're oh, we're right. a month away still. This is February. Oh, really? baby. Okay. This was Valentine's Day. Right. We were watching uh, Viggo Mortensen naked killing people for Valentine's Day. <laughs> Valentine's Day. Who says Roman holding hands? Dead? <laughs> That's not the only thing we're holding. Did Remember you see? You could hold each other. Oh, I miss that so much. Remember yeah. we could claw out our eyes because we were so distraught about the visions we would see in the world that we had just passed through a hellscape. <laughs> Some sort of event horizon. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, we watched that together. Yeah. Yeah, we sat there and watched Event Horizon together as well. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember being fairly unimpressed with it after hearing a uh, friend of the show. We'll come to that later, Chris Hewitt. My uh, podcast, Chris Hewitt. Go on about it constantly on his podcast. Um, of Empire. Empire Podcast. Yeah. The popular film podcast. Empire Podcast. Yeah. Yes. Is he a friend? Yeah. Of this show? I, I consider him a Boy, you would think you would think if we could get Chris Hewitt on, maybe that would bump up any kind of numbers. Maybe, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I remember her. Because this was the film that sort of started it all, and we've only got around to it this year. <laughs> I, I'm the king of edging. <laughs> I make you wait and make it worth it by showing you Event Horizon. Because I remember when we were talking about doing a podcast... Because you want to show me all these films, I I I do recall specifically going. Oh, we could finally do um, Event Horizon because I've heard because you go on about it for so long. I'm really intrigued about it. And it took three fucking years. <laughs> um, but yeah, and of course, this was the year when it finally became available in 4K. We just missed out uh... on that moment. Imagine us sitting there watching that in 4K, going like, "Yep, yep, still not big on this one." Yeah, I. I, I really, I'd hyped it up for myself so much that it was just, yeah, it was disappointing. But hey, we couldn't end 18 rated months with anything more disappointing, could we? Oh, what did we end it with? Well, what, what can you not do through a mask? Breathe, don't breathe. Yeah, but what, what can you not do with through a mask because you need uh, a mouth to do this? Drink. We're smoking, Aces. Smoking, Aces. Oh. Remember our, our Chris Pye movie of the month? I have no recollection of smoking, Aces. Ryan Reynolds, Piven, Common, Taraji P. Henson, Ben Affleck. I've got absolutely... Keys. I've got absolutely no recollection. Your favourite person with the great eyes. My favourite person with the great... Oh, uh... And uh, Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta. Yeah. Great eyes. I'm looking into IMDb now because... Jerry Piven is wanted. He's a witness. He's a star witness. And uh, uh, there's yeah, a bounty yeah, out uh, for his thing. And it's actually because uh, they want to take his heart out, like Rambo, and put it in a monster's heart. And Ryan Reynolds is like, no, you know what? I've got to protect him. And then now I've realised that's why everyone wants him. I'm going to uh, kill him myself so that every bad guy will die. Yeah, Chris Pine, um, baby! This, um... Yeah. 
I don't know what to say about this. Kevin Durant with a massive chainsaw who ends up sitting on his own chainsaw. Yeah. The kid doing karate and getting a hard on. <laughs> I don't, it sounds, like, it sounds I don't... like a Stefan a sketch, isn't it? <laughs> it's a kid doing karate, gets a hard on. Alicia Keys, um, Taraji B. Henson with an eye patch. And a the, i got to say, the posters Lesley. for it do look really nice. Like, there's lots of different posters on, if you go on the IMDb. Um, but, yeah, I don't really remember um, this film having much of an impact on me. Um, and I've got no intention to rewatch it, I don't think. Yeah. The next the March... <laughs> Because, yeah. yeah, Smoke and Ace is not much to talk about now. Yeah. Joe Carter film is okay. It's not the A team. Yeah. The information for this episode, March the 4th, was uh, okay. I'm, I'm forced to listen to Billie Eilish for the first time. So right. at that point, I had, it must, I think it was, must have just been announced when we sat down for uh, Bad Boys for Life. Right. Okay. And thus, uh, by March, it had been released. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And yeah. you've discussed time travel and uh, the DC TV universe. Okay. Because because we watched a film so relevant to that. Relevant to the DC TV universe. Catherine Hepburn, Humphrey Bogart. Oh. John Houston. <laughs> the African Queen. Oh. I enjoyed the African Queen, so why did I go on a rant about uh, the DC TV? I presume because it was at that point where you were just diving deep and stuff, and you wanted to yeah. like, talk about because you're like, well, I can't really talk about this because what's there to talk about? It's just a really good adventure. It was, re- yeah, it was just really good. There wasn't, yeah. <laughs> How dare we try and watch a really good film and discuss things that can be good? <laughs> no, we've got to go into details about some schlock that you're watching. <laughs> Well Which done, I mate. still haven't caught up with. Fucking hell. It's been a year. Yeah. You can literally cite it's been at least 10 months. Yeah, I am. Um, Dude. It's been a... It's been Has a, it been a bad year? Yeah. What? And it's been a long time since I watched any uh, Smallville. I was watching it regularly. Um, On the regs. When I was working night shifts uh, regularly. And then I had like, you know, 10 months off. And since I've come back to the shifts, I just haven't been inclined to put it on my iPad. Because you've been doing uh, parts of Rex. Yes, I have. By the I've way, that recently. what did you get as your present this Christmas? Uh, yeah, I got one present. Well, two presents. One was a ticket to see Romesh Ranganathan. Um, but my sister got me a T-shirt um, uh, that says, I met Lil Sebastian. Now, a couple of months ago, how did you feel about Parks and Recreation? I uh, was against watching it. Do you know how proud I am? <laughs> Do you know what it was? My sister was watching it on the TV every uh, most days. Um, and I was sort of like leaving the living room for her. And whenever I saw it on, I was like, oh, I should maybe get, ra- get around to it. And when I was on my night shows, I just wasn't in the mood for watching more Smallville. So I... I finally started it, and uh, I finished it before she did, so... <laughs> yeah. Have you finished it all? Have you watched this year's? I've, I've watched, yep. I uh, managed to find this year's uh, special. Did you sing along? I did, indeed, with tears in my eyes. Yeah. 
<laughs> I love how we, we started talking about uh, the African Queen and then we moved on to a TV show. What is that? Are you saying we were doing a bit? <laughs> Can I just ask you, though, when you watched the finale, yeah, did it have a the dedication to Harris on it or was that not on that version? Uh, not that I recall, no. It's, for some reason, after the broadcast and television, it's been cut out of the uh, the version I own. doesn't have it, I think. Oh. No, We Love You and Miss You, Harris, was a beautiful endpoint for the show. It just made me cry. More than Who's the actual Harris? episode. Harris Whittles. The co exec producer, writer, he was uh, uh. the fish guy in the animal control. All right. Oh. He, OD'd, he OD'd like three days, four days before the, pro- the finale. And you know it still hurts. It's what been five years, yeah. five and a half years, and I still. He was one of the greatest podcasters, com- comedians, weirdos out there. Oh. I love um, yeah, but I think... the final season of uh, Parks and Rec was strange with the jump forward. Yeah, to... it worked. Twenty nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> the year before it all went wrong. Yeah. They predicted. They knew. They knew that John Howe would have to get fired. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so what did, you know, film Top Gun Maverick, a film that came out this year. What did we follow um, the African Queen up with? We followed it up with uh, one of Spike Lee's best films. I might say not Spike Lee's best film now. Oh, yeah. I was going to say that was far too early for Spike Lee's best film. Um, but for, now, for a narrative feature, I think Spike Lee's best narrative. Oh, uh, um, my uh, man. Inside man. Inside my man. <laughs> That's right. I'm Dalton Russell. I'll only see this once. Yeah, that was quite fun. And I remember I'd seen about half of it before. <laughs> I'd seen about half of it before I finally got to watch the entire film. Oh, it's so good. Oh, that sounded like the music from, uh, that sounds like music from Frozen. Exactly. What are you thinking? Oh god, we had that on last night. I can't can't do it now. Um Inside Man was fun. What are we watching for? Remember when the mayor of New York turned to Jodie Foster and said you really are a magnificent cunt? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, that's a mm. fucked up film and she is a horrible person in that. She's a regular Michael Clayton, but for evil people. <laughs> I may not have understood Michael Clayton. <laughs> Next film was a film that we did under the auspices of uh, you would probably enjoy it. And uh, I want to preface this with, I did research afterwards and did not realise beforehand, and I do apologise for doing this, Garrison Keeler is an absolute fucker. He's one okay. of the worst human beings. Uh, we hate him. He's done awful things. Fuck him forever. He ruined the final instalment of Robert Altman's career. We did a Prairie Home Companion. Uh, do you know what? Was it just last night? I've I've been watching uh, Big Mouth with a friend in the states, and they had a whole a whole episode with um, was it Garrison? The Garrison, main guy? yeah, uh, where he was beheaded. And I didn't. Uh, what what what's we what's he done? He's a touchy. 
Oh no, he's a touchy. Because the whole episode of uh, of Big Mouth, I was like, oh, I like uh, Very Home Companion. I like Gareth and Keeler. <laughs> I did warn you a couple of months ago. I said, how oh, I just read up about this. I didn't realise. I I, I I tend I tend to like forget things. I don't Never like forget who's of. bad, so we cancel people like uh, oh that guy who's not famous anymore. He wore a bag on his head. Oh yeah, and, uh, <laughs> the Prairie Home Boy, and um, ooh, who else have we cancelled? That's pretty much it. They're the only two yeah. bad people in the whole world. There's no one else bad out there. Um, no who lacks but, the death. A Prairie Home Companion is a damn fun movie. Fun? Yeah. We're talking about death. I mean, Virginia Madsen walks around and people. Yeah. Yeah, a guy has died, but the songs. I still listen to the soundtrack quite often. I was listening to the other day, actually. Yes, but you like good jokes, right? Bad jokes. What? Boy, I love them. Like the worst, the worst. Bad jokes. Bad jokes. Get enough of them. What are you gonna do? (laughs) What are you gonna do when they tickle you? (laughs) Um, I remember tickling you. I still. I still love that song. Um, and Lindsay Lohan's song, uh, Frankie and Johnny were sweethearts. But he was doing her wrong. Um, I imagine listening to country music every week. What a, what a yes, weird thing to do. Quite easily. Like some sort of, you know, radio or television debacle every week where you have to listen to country music. <laughs> never, never wanted to do that. Oh, man. Do you know, I was going to rewatch Fairy uh, Home Companion. Because I saw it on uh, HBO Max, and now I now I've re-remembered. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Is he not... still alive? I believe he's still alive somewhere. All right. The hearts of many. No, he's still. Because we're trying to figure out if he died or not before this uh, the uh, episode of Big Mouth had come out. Okay. Um, whether that was a joke, but yeah. No, no, that's their righteous anger, but also Big Mouth. Big Mouth's not that funny. I, I couldn't get through season four. Oh, I'm quite enjoying it so far. Didn't like season two I'm or three either. I was like, oh no, this is it. Wasn't work. It was working half heartedly the first season. Now it's just not. I'm still enjoying it, but I'm only on season one still. I like Jason Mazzucas, but I can't. Even he can't save it. Have you seen the clip of um, uh, uh Steve in real life? Um, what do you mean? Is there an actual person or is it just Nick yeah, Kroll? It's Nick Kroll dressed as Coach Steve. Well, so it's not an actual person. It's like, hey, here's the person it's based off. He is this sad. No, person. no, no, no. But it's Nick Kroll that, who, looking exactly like Coach Steve with the hair. Right, what, Nick Kroll to be a character? I just, yeah. Wow. Could you imagine him dressing up and doing some sort of crazy character with weird, <laughs> weird face and hair and stuff like that? He'd never do that. He's always been a very singular performer. Yeah. I don't know. I always, I always thought he was a bit of a douche. Well, he was the douche. The douche. I always feel sad that the Comedy Central show he did ended up having to be called Crow Show. Yeah. Because he wanted to call it the Crow Nick Show. Because <laughs> he wanted to just fuck around. He wanted to just be like, right, because, you, know, you know, he had a you know, Nick Crow, thank you, very cool. Just like, right. It's a, it sounds weird, but when you go in context, like, right, it's just him fucking about, fine. Yeah. I just don't like the fact that Comedy Central is like, no, no, just call it Crow Show. It's simple. It's cleaner. It's like, yeah, yeah, cleaner doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't enhance the stupidity of it all. 
Just go so for did, gold. How did you feel about Fairy Home Commandment? Because you'd seen it already, hadn't you? Yes, I'd seen it years and years ago by buying the DVD and watching it once. And you, you kind of put it on just for me, right? Yes, this was a, this was a for you. Yeah. I was like, it's chill. It's like how cats like for you. Have you ever heard the term slander? <laughs> this is recorded. People can hear. If we, if we were, if we were going to go through a trial and get Frank Langella to <laughs> do our judging, he would still be in my favour. He would gavel down with you so flipping hard. I just want you to finally accept it, please. It's been I've, a long, tough year. I've only seen half of it. I'm not going to accept it yet. <laughs> well, what did we follow our very home companion with? We followed up with a two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour film that sat on the shelf for five years. Oh, was it Snowpiercer? Nope. Oh. We did Snowpiercer two years back when uh, oh, Bong right. Joon-ho was about to win the Palm Door. Because that's how I time this shit. I know <laughs> what's coming up. I'm a visionary, baby. <laughs> uh, two-and-a-half-hour film that sat on the shelf. Do you want to give you some cast members? Yeah, go on. Then. Matt Damon, Matthew Broderick. Um, Kieran Culkin mm. Olivia Thirlby John Gallagher Jr John Gallagher Jr uh, Jason with Cameron Mark Ruffalo Alison Janney Anna Paquin oh. Joanna Paquin Anna, Anna Paquin. Paquin her name's Margaret Margaret that was it yeah I keep seeing it on your iTunes account. Yes. And I keep thinking to myself, oh, that's probably in 4K. Nope. If only. Uh, it's not even the extended cut, which I believe is coming to HBO Max. Right. Three hour vote, three and a bit hour version. So, uh, hey, follow up episode? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I quite remember liking it. What do you remember about what, us watching Margaret? Um... Not much. <laughs> oh, okay. But I do remember liking it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember anything big oh. happening that day? Oh, did someone die? Someone died that day. Oh, who died? The star of um, Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Oh, Max wanted to die. Always be loyalty to me. Mm-hmm. Which means this was the. Final um, in-person recording of oh, really? the podcast. Max forms the loud eyes and, and everyone, everything goes to shit. I said that That's earlier. a better you thing. You didn't notice. Yeah. But that, that's a better uh, way of saying it than everyone else is doing. Yeah, it's, but everyone else oh, is more correct because too, December was more when things started to happen, whereas yeah. this, at this point, Max von Scheider was seeing the world go to pot yeah. and probably had already sat through cats. But Cats was the reason. Cats and Barry Frick. Cats was not, not the reason. Cats was the, last, was the last good thing we had. No, it was not the shit. last good thing we had. It was. It was not because we got Birds of Prey. And the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Yeah. Two good things. I, I slept through. You missed the only part that you shouldn't sleep through. Uh, I love the film, it, but at the same time, that part is the thing that wakes you up and go, is loud enough to make you go, Whoa! We did, uh, we did get around to watching it together Fine. on HBO Max uh, yeah, we a few weeks ago, and I finally got to see how, what happened. Because, yeah, I, I did wake up 
from that explosion. And I you're watching up. the film, we're thinking, you and McGregor's really fucking good in this film. Yeah. I love you, anyway. You're not off, and you wake up and like, man, where's you and McGregor in this film? I wish he was back. Exactly. <laughs> oh, Merry Christmas Eve. Probably slinked away like, one of the, like those villains always do. Always do, like Cheetah. <laughs> yeah. So, was, um, so we then did like a isolation test and we talked about Disney Plus and you predicted uh, Hamilton coming to Disney yes, Plus. Yes, I did. I was so proud of myself for that because you were adamant that it wasn't. No, it's not going to happen. So we want to keep hold of it for cinema release. Yeah, they've got a big know. cinema release and you were like, oh, I don't know. I don't think so. Because I thought <laughs> at that point cinema still had a chance to exist. <laughs> Sorry, age or me thinks the old movie houses. I think I'm. If I'd spoken a bit longer, I would have predicted that HBO Max would release all their films in the <laughs> same date. You kept talking about Greyhound. You kept saying Greyhound's going to be a great Apple TV movie <laughs> starring a post-COVID Tom Hanks. And it was weird that we didn't get that on the record. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm still quite proud of myself for predicting that. Because, yeah, it seemed to be a thing everyone's talking about, but no one was, like, pretty sure it was going to happen. I was. Damn it. Did you print that in the Heights wouldn't come out this year and it's going to be on HBO Max next year? I didn't want to say it out loud. <laughs> um, Bad morning, Snarvy. Yeah, so we did we did a little test and it seemed to work well. My meant- my main concern was the um was my my end of it, my microphone. I was concerned about your end. Yeah. <laughs> Can't stop thinking about my end, can Um but it seems to have got. I've not listened back to any episodes because I can't stand listening to my voice. But I, I trust that my microphone isn't too bad. If it was, I would have said something. Yeah. Or you uh, would have woken um... up and had a parcel. <laughs> Taken away. I mean, you could just go out and buy a microphone if you want yourself now. I mean, we've been doing this for, you know, I, nine do you know, I've been thinking about it. I have been seriously. You could have um... been thinking about it over summer or something yeah. like that. No, I, I kind of have. Um, all year long and I'm like uh, on one hand I didn't know which microphone to get um, and on the other hand I was like well maybe we'll get back to <laughs> being together at some point um, but do you know what maybe for uh, mid-January or so I'll, I'll have a, a proper mic um, to to you know record with but I might need your help I'm sure that's something we want to discuss on Mike. Yes. <laughs> You're listening to the podcast on Mike. Well, what did we follow our little test with? Um, we followed it by a very, with a very good film starring a man who we don't talk about anymore. Ah. Uh-huh. Ah. Uh, Gorzowinski. He's so violent. That's the yeah. problem. People don't realise he's so violent. <laughs> Why are you being violent, baby? And he poops in people's beds. Isn't that right? Does he do that? Yeah. Yeah. Why would Gore do that? Because it's quite gory. Mm. You should call him the lone pooper. <laughs> well, we, um, yeah, we Pooper's did... Uh, the Caribbean. We, we did... Uh, Curse of the Black Poop. Poopo. Poopon. Or Rango. Weather um, poop. Which was gorgeous. To- <laughs> no, 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 we can do it. <laughs> the Mexi poop. <laughs> a cure for poopness. 
Cat Cat poops in. Right. Dead man's poop. Right. These are part of the pirates of the carrot poop, obviously. How <laughs> many Pavinskys I'm missing? I feel like there's one I'm missing. I don't know what it is. Um, uh, got I have no idea. Have you not got his IMDb up? No. Your one sorry. thing is, while I'm doing one thing, you do that. Come on. Sorry. No, this is um, unacceptable. You're you're here as much as I am. Come on. You've done the lone pooper. Uh, of course. Uh, poopless. Isn't yeah, no, I, no, I hit them all. I hit them all. I hit all the of we- his movies. The, the weather I'm talking, poop. I'm, 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 yeah, I've hit um, all of Gorbinski's films that have actually come out. It's like I know poop. all of his films and love Gorbinski's yeah. work. Yeah. Even if you I don't like The Ring. I finally watched you The Ring this year. That's, that's the last one I hadn't oh, seen. Oh, yeah. Did not like it. Yeah. It was great. not The Mexican. Which uh, yeah. maybe we'll program for this year because the Mexican's great and I've got it on iTunes. I love the Mexican. All right. Um, but yeah, we did uh, we did Rango next. Rango. Was, <laughs> that was um, it was quite fun. It was really nice to look at. Yeah, Gorgeous. it's almost a shame that we didn't do it later down the year when it finally came to 4K this year. I did not expect when it did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I bet that looks great. It's a great looking film, very strange. And uh, wonderfully, just after that happened, Roger Deakins and James Deakins started Team Deakins podcast. And a bunch of times they would discuss their work in animation and stem from uh, their work in Rango and how that helped them as oh, live yeah. action as well. And it's like, ah, this is great information. So uh, recommend Team Deakins podcast. Hmm. As, as we're recording today, they dropped an episode with John Wells. Oh. The co-showrunner of ER and The West Wing, and would then, of course, make everyone's favorite film, Adam Jones. Oh yeah, my favorite film, Chef. You know, Chef. All oh, right. For originally titled Chef, then had to change it to Adam Jones. And what's that? Oh well, Adam Jones wasn't testing well, so they changed the name to uh, everyone's favorite film, Burnt. Burnt. Oh god. <laughs> Burnt, baby. He's Adam Jones. He's a chef in London. God. Daniel Brawl's trying to hire him, and I think trying to fuck him, and it would be really cool to watch that. And at one point, Omar Sy sitting at the Burger King in Leicester Square saying, hey, come with me. And then Brad Cooper runs off, and he runs more towards the place where he was shooting, uh, he was doing the Elephant Man, than the hagen store where he had a giant window display of him enjoying a Hagen-Dazs. <laughs> Stop, turn, look. Then look at the camera and go, what? And then run back off again. Or like, oh, what? Or just wig at the camera and go, Oh, my does. <laughs> or just have the whole film turn it into some weird film way. <laughs> that becomes the focus point. <laughs> 35 minutes into this film, he's like, I want to get another Michelin star. Wait, I'm in the Harkadars adverts? Who's this Bradley Michelin Cooper star who's taking my massage? <laughs> Am I Bradley Cooper? Are we clones? And Adam Jones and Bradley Cooper become friends and they discover all the other handsome men out there who are Bradley Cooper's. <laughs> like uh, his character from The Hangover and uh, Mr. Limitless. Got that pill. So that was uh, Rango. <laughs> and uh, Wet Hot American Summer. He's pounding Michael Ian Black from behind. Um, what else? Oh, yes, the douchebag from Wedding Crashes. All the Coopers. And what, so, yeah. what I would say is um, I wish Stephen Knight was that kind of writer. But Eastern Promises is about as best he can do. That and uh, Christmas Carol last year, which I watched an hour of this year. What a miserable film that is. Show. We have gone way off topic. Um, well, 
hey, is this my humiliation? <laughs> the week after that, we watched Impractical Jokers, the movie, which was a film we wanted to yeah. watch together. We really did. I was I was really looking forward to to sitting in the cinema and watching the Impractical Jokers movie. And Practical like, Jokers, I just, the movie. Yeah, and and seeing uh, all the fans watching it, you know, on opening night. That was one being in America without opening night when it opened. Yeah, I I remember seeing on I think it was on Instagram. I saw them like they were going going around all the uh, movie theaters. Um, All of them. Yeah, super spreaders. Pretty much, yeah. Um, And just wishing I could have been there. And I was like, ah. Really looking forward to, to it coming out over here because I thought maybe they'd do the same over here because they'd obviously be over here promoting it. Yeah, they, they tend to line it up. Yeah, and, shows and I hard, think make a big deal out I of feel it. like the UK fan base for Impractical Jokers is quite big. Yes, yes, it is. Um, it's uh, many days at the O2 big. Yes, exactly. Not full O2, but you know, mostly. So it, it is such a shame that this. Uh, just kind of came and went and didn't make as big an, an impact as it would have in the cinema. Yes. But it's still funny. It's still funny. It's still really good. Um, the, the cave sequence <laughs> with, with Joe acting like he got lost on a tour years ago. <laughs> and it just joins it. <laughs> and then we start um, collecting the tour guide it's like no no you're wrong because down there there's nothing right? I've been there for years <laughs> it's a good bit it's a good bit of business yeah. oh. uh, I don't know if you have to do that show again oh, yeah. the interaction of other people is never going to happen yeah but we followed on with something a bit less sad go on you got knocked up knocked up yep I was I was preparing because whatever was going to happen, there was going to be a Judd Apatow film this year. Yes, yes, there was, and there was indeed a Judd Apatow film from this year. So we had to get but you caught up with the Apatow first. Yeah. So we did um a, uh, every week we did a uh, a Judd Apatow film, right? Every week all... we'll, we'll discuss yeah. that because it's enough of them to fill a week. If you pause it after an hour, that takes you. It... You know, it's like a TV. It's like it's like a a two and a half hour. TV season. It was Knocked Up, which I really enjoyed, and is one of the films that I would happily go back over again and again, followed by another uh, film just like Knocked Up, uh, directed by John Apatow as well, right? Surely? Yeah? It's like the fact that in in, in the description, obviously, yeah, I'm just trying to remember the bits we did. In this one, snippets of the Irishman meeting it. (laughs) For Knocked Up? Yeah, so we obviously went on a rant about that, and I'm like, that must have been fun. (laughs) Probably go back and listen to that. That was probably funny. <laughs> Could you imagine the Irishman? You know the Irishman. Mm. Oh, ho, ho, it's me, Bobby Tadillo. I thought you were talking about me. Oh, no, no. We live in a society. <laughs> Come on, be sure. Was <laughs> your wine on the sofa? Well, Something what, in what, Eurovision, a song of fire, a story of fire saga. What did we um? What did we follow up? Uh, knocked up with because. You know, um, we're in a sort of rom-commy. John Apatow, of course, he was a uh, actor for a, for a period of time. You know, he's a performer, right? Yeah. And he went directing. Yeah. Well, we followed up with another performer who went directing, Kevin okay. Connolly. Good guy, Kevin Connolly. Not at all cancelled. Right. Because we got Gotti. We we got a we got, we got Gotti. Could you imagine someone from New York who was like uh, I don't know. 
a crime boss and wasn't very charismatic, but somehow managed to get things done too much and was a bad person, a horrible person, and yet has a lot of res- people respect him for some reason because he's a guy who managed to get things done, question mark? <laughs> I guess that the done thing was he at least, you know, he wasn't the person who was molesting everybody on a private island, but, you know, and he didn't know of anyone like that. Yeah. I mean, I, New York New York crime people are definitely good. <laughs> definitely good geez. people. Do you remember anything about Gotti? Yep. He talks to the camera at the end. Oh, God. He turns the camera uh, overlook, overlooking New York in the night. He talks to the camera. It's like, well, what are we doing, John Travolta? Yeah. yeah. What are we doing here? <laughs> yep. Hey, yeah, sometimes we cover films we feel like we have to cover. That was definitely yeah. one of them. <laughs> Then we went to, uh, we, look, speaking of uh, good guys, Gods and Monsters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, Bill Cobb. We, we slipped on a condom. <laughs> and uh, we hang out with Brendan Fraser. Yeah. You say Ian yeah. McKellen, I say Brendan Fraser. Uh, Brendan Fraser, I do miss. But Ian McKellen, he's a. Uh... I better do my uh, Brendan Fraser impression anyway. <laughs> Hello, it's me, Rick. I'm going to open up the mummy. Mm. Sounds uncanny. You have passed away and are coming back again. <laughs> um, Scorpion King. Yeah, I do. I, I, did, Scorpion. I did quite. Uh, I did quite enjoy Gods and Monsters. It was. It wasn't. What it was, was a whale of a tail. Didn't we go into this and I had no idea what it, what it was? Neither of us did. Um, and I was honestly expecting something like Clash of the Titans kind of thing <laughs> with that title. I mean, I mean, it is a Clash of the Titans. Yeah, touche. Yeah. You've got Sir Ian McKellen and you've got uh, theoretical Sir Brendan Fraser. Mm. What, were we, what did we follow up um, Gods and Monsters with? Oh, well, we, yeah, we did our first commentary. Oh. For my birthday, we did a commentary about a film I definitely knew. <laughs> yeah, this was, um, this was a strange one. We we did a whole, like... Uh, Look, we had to test things out. Yeah. We know we had Cat's commentary coming up, and oh, we, yeah. had to do, we were going to have to do it isolated, so we had to test that out. Mm. And so we chose uh, this a film starring our favourite performer, the, uh, the person who, uh, in, of course, Hillbilly Elegy, discusses... The three type kinds of terminators: good, bad, and neutral terminators. <laughs> and I think we can say that uh, her role in this film is very much of a neutral terminator. <laughs> Do you remember any of the terminator dogs? I feel like this was both our first time watching 101 Dalmatians. Yes, it was. We spent most of the time playing games instead of actually. I watching the set film. up <laughs> games because I wasn't sure how the film would go, and it turns out it's much better to do that. Plus, also we got to see London of the nineties. Yeah, made me miss yeah. back. It made, made me miss London already at that point in <laughs> May. So imagine if we did a commentary, you know, towards the end of the year, all about London, <laughs> and, and I'm and I'm boy who ain't been in London since March. Who who yeah. sad, sad, lonely boy. Yeah. Uh, that was my birthday. I turned thirty. Um, That's how so... long we've been doing this podcast. <laughs> but hey, oh, the day after of... that, we turned forty. This yeah. was 40. This was 40. Um, which I loved. 
I, I definitely well, I'd seen what I'd say is it's not a sequel to Knocked Up it's a sort of sequel to yeah. a spiritual sequel no it's sort um, of sequel <laughs> and I definitely from, from one of the dudes it. who brought you Knocked Up <laughs> I definitely had seen it in the cinema but at that point I wasn't invested no why so would I, you be you need I saw the whole it and it was backstory but this yeah this was uh, this was great I loved it um, what more was there to say Lithgow Lithgow uh, however, who's your fighter? The following week, I've got a lot to say because it was one of my favourite films uh, that I saw at London Film Festival one year. Was um, this a film you chose? Yeah, it was a film I chose, and we all know uh, if I choose a film, it's going to be amazing. Uh, and we so, all know that when I made a comment on it when we were doing when I was wrapping up the uh, two hundred episodes that we did at that point, and I mentioned that one. Weirdly, the director replied, just said thanks. Dot dot dot. But, oh, <laughs> interesting. But also, fuck you, it's your fault. <laughs> what have we watched? Brimstone. Uh, which I stand by. And I, do you know Brimstone, what? 150-minute biblical Western horror. Yeah. It's your ball, Danish, weird film. Damn good film. You followed up, um, <laughs> knocked up with Glotty, right? It only made sense that I would follow up This Is 40 with Brimstone. Okay, okay, well, one second. I want to I want to get in the stats on this one. So you're saying that they're basically the same? Yeah. Okay, right. How come, then... Boop, boop, boop. Oh. <laughs> it's so, just the thing. Okay, go on. All right, knocked up. Yeah. Scotty, we had a bump of uh, six... of 18 listeners. Right. Right. Oh, over. Knocked up. Right. And yet, between This Is 40 and Brimstone, we had a bump of 106. <laughs> what up with that? Why is Brimstone our most popular episode this year? You are welcome. It's a, it's a two-and-a-half-hour miserableist experience, so it makes you wonder what life is worth. Why is anyone in 2020 thinking that's a good thing to be doing? This is a year of positivity and hope. This is 40. It wasn't for me. miserable. Had that bump. You're welcome. I mean, I, I, this is the first time I finally gave up on watching a film as we were doing it. I just sat and played Rocket. <laughs> I couldn't I stand like just sitting there like... and giving any focus. It was just, it was just, it killed this. I was in a depressive funk for a week after this. This really, <laughs> this one actually hurt me. I'm so sorry. You I, would have I, liked it if you'd seen it. I've had some bad times this, this 2020, some real depressive spirals, and that was one of them. Oh, and, uh, oh my God. Other times have been because, you know, a friend died. Right. Or shit like that had happened. You know, real stuff. This was just you making me sit through a two and a half hour fucking film. Yeah. I'm weak. I am broken. <laughs> I am broken so much that we covered a film by another cancelled person afterwards. Yeah. See, what you have to understand, Johnny. Yes. Is that... Um... God, no, not this again. I forgot about this. This is black and me and I've forgotten about it. Oh, Steve Seagal, right? Oh, no. He's there, but there are, there are people above him oh, who are God. taking over. So you can say that he is under the siege. can't believe I'm letting you do but, this again. But where they are, the sun's not out there. And it's a locate. It's not like a, 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 you know, a singular location. It's marked on a map. So I guess this territory is dark. That's why it's called Under Siege 2 Dark Territory. Okay, do you get it? He's yeah, moving on. We did, uh, we followed Territory's up with that. Uh... We did. We followed that with uh, cat's commentary, which was um, perfect in every way. I didn't set up any games for that one because I knew you were. Yes. 
I mean, that was one. That was probably my favorite commentary episode we did. But you know, with these commentaries, I usually end up, I will prepare. Besides, after one yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't do the social network stuff because I'd already seen all those extras when it came out on the Blu-ray. Yeah. But last Christmas, which we'll get to, and Cats, I watched every bonus feature, <laughs> which for Cats also means I did watch a commentary. <laughs> I've not even watched the commentary. <laughs> Oh, and uh, my friend Ian Loring of the Film Bastards podcast on his Patreon, he did Catsmas, which meant he watched uh, he watched Cats and talked over it. He did a commentary mm. for Cats. He did a commentary for all the bonus features. <laughs> and then he did a commentary on the commentary of Cats. <laughs> Brilliant. So that's and he's a bit more positive on Cats. He's far too positive on Cats. He's like, oh, oh, good. Tom Hooper tried. Bless him. He really wants to do it. I suppose to. Tom Hooper doesn't understand what cats are, which why Taylor Swift was so aghast when she mentioned catnip and he had no clue what that was <laughs> in an early meeting because he just doesn't know what cats are. So why was he doing cats? <laughs> anyway, fuck Brimstone. <laughs> um, I, I can't tell you what we ended my, um, May with, though. Could you? Uh, no, that's top secret. What? Yeah, but I can't tell, tell you. No, it's top secret. Okay, that's the show. Well, uh, we opened up June with funny people. We did indeed, and they were indeed funny people. Um, Let's name some funny people. Uh, Randy. Andy. Randy, with eight A's. All right. <laughs> uh, Charles Fleischer. Yeah. Um, teach. From Yo Teach. Funny. <laughs> Uh, Bo Burnham from the TV show Yo Teach. Funny. Was Bo Burnham, was he the one that um, did the joke about Robin Williams? What's the joke about Robin in Williams? Funny, in Funny People, wasn't there someone, someone went up and did a joke about Robin Williams? Well, no, because Bo Burnham's on the TV show Yo Teach. He's the uh, young hot. Ah, right, yeah. yeah. Come on, he's Bo Burnham. He's young hot. He plays country music. Yeah. He's too good for Pony. Oh. I get that reference. I understand that. Um, George Simmons, he's funny. Yeah. George Simmons is so funny that even when you're having sex with him, you want to have him do his bits like Merman. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Um, Do you remember the redo? The redo? Yeah, Justin Long, he's his son. Oh, right, yeah. What do you expect? The wizard, you ask the wizard to make you young. He goes, Not this young! <laughs> He's a baby now! Yeah. Oh, I remember when George Simmons was in that film with Owen Wilson. <laughs> My best friend's a robot. <laughs> Classic. Oh, I really liked uh, Funny People. Of course you did. There's a lot of funny people in it. Yeah, and every, every one of um, uh, his films that I watched this year, I just. Those are probably the. Consistent highlights of the year. The Judd Apatow time was a good time. Speaking of consistent highlights, do you remember when we got to see Robin Williams' dick? <laughs> it's the world's greatest dick. <laughs> well, I mean, he's the world's greatest dad. That doesn't, just because it comes from him doesn't mean that the dick is good. <laughs> That's more the balls apartment. The, the world's greatest dick is still Michael Fassman. Let's not... Yeah. Uh, Come Sorry? Human tripod, Michael Fassman. Uh, hashtag human tripod, Michael Fassman. I don't hashtag no more. <laughs> um, yeah, World's Greatest Dad was uh, was good. Depressing, but good. 
What Bobcat Goldthwait film being sad? <laughs> Who the oh, fuck? Okay. Um, speaking of uh, depressing, we followed that up with uh, Artemis Fowl, the first uh, big release in online. Oh, first, lo- first lockdown big release. Yeah. Um, which was just my god. <laughs> Directed by Tenet's Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> you remember Andre Saito behind the camera? He'd always be like, uh, let me tell you about my story about discovering plutonium. It was when I was making <laughs> Artemis Fowl. Oh, God. And he keeps checking his pulse. He's like, good, my pulse isn't going too hard, so I can keep making this very boring film. <laughs> that's that. Yeah, that's the reason why Artemis Fowl is bad, because he was checking his Fitbit to make sure his pulse didn't race. Otherwise, you know, nuclear apocalypse would happen then. It was basically, you know, let's let's face it. It was a temporal pincer move on account of Disney Plus and Kenneth Branagh. Yeah. How many think... tenet jokes can I get in here? <laughs> do you, Arthur, do you see Arthur's Fowl, really? I would say, if, if anything, Arthur's Fowl is the protagonist. <laughs> do you think um, uh, we'll see a sequel? They haven't announced one, I think. They haven't announced one, but I'm definitely sure we're going to get an animated series. That kind of makes sense. Yeah. And Josh Gad will do all the voices. <laughs> The thing about Josh Gad is we're apart, but with him we feel reunited. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna do an episode of that. He's gonna or, have to do an episode of Reunited Apart where he reunites himself with the microphone he used for the first episode of Reunited Apart. <laughs> what I love is seeing a picture, you know, those, those uh, thumbnails and artwork where it's, hey, here's all your favorite famous people badly lit on their home computers. What's that in the background? Oh, it's Josh Gad smiling, and he's in here too. <laughs> Good for him. He's here. Cool. Oh, oh, he's reuniting the Back to the Future gang. Boy, they never hang out together. <laughs> oh, the Goonies. Gosh, they never say reunite. <laughs> we did that on the same day, though. Artemis Fowl was another film, but we released that the other week, the week afterwards, because of course that what the other film we chose to do was a premium VOD. So we didn't want the audience to go, oh wait, we have to watch this immediately. And make it cost more. We wanted to give them time. Yes. How I've been ethically handling 2020 releases. If I it's remember, free, you'll be able to watch it. Or if it's on a streaming service, you'll be able to. We'll cover it. But if you have to pay for it, we'll wait a little bit. That's why we haven't done it yet, or ever. When we recorded um, these, we did do Artemis Fowl first, didn't we? Yes. Because yes, I remember did. just waiting and waiting. Like I want to watch. We want to watch the King of Staten Island. The King of but Staten we have Island. To wait. Yeah, we have to, make, we have to, have to, to eat our vegetables first, first. Our, yeah. our potatoes, I guess you would call it all. Because <laughs> of Ireland. It's everything. Boiling national stigma look, It was the uh, second film we covered that year, this year, with uh, Judy Dench with Stupid Ears. So. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, we, um, uh, we covered uh, Bill Burr's new movie. Yes, we did indeed. And I loved every second of it. And you uh, were less inclined to enjoy it. I would, don't think I'll ever go back to it. I think it's coming to Amazon Prime. Well, it's coming to HBO Max. HBO Max, that was it, yeah. In a couple of weeks' time. And I just think, I can't. It's just so miserable and not interesting. I I gave my cousin access to uh, my Amazon to uh, to watch it in a 48-hour window. And they they weren't very impressed with it either. Yeah. And weirdly, a couple of weeks after that, Dominic Lombazano followed me on Twitter and now still follows me. It's like, what? What? Why? 
I, now it's going to be really bad if I do tweet out about King of Staten Island because he clearly had a good time hanging out with you know, Steve Buscemi and Bill Burr on set. So that's cool. And that's the best part is the fireman stuff. But Yeah. No. No, 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 no. <sighs> what a... All that build-up. All that build-up. For a two-hour, 20-minute piece of It's a good job we followed up with a documentary about Quentin Tarantino. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Damn fine documentary. Did you get anything new out of it? Um, I feel like I did, but I don't remember. <laughs> did, did you get anything new out of uh, Book Club? Oh, God. A book new club? disdain for Book Club. Remember when you decided, hey, we should watch Book Club? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't know, I didn't know why. You wanted to watch Book Club, but I didn't know why, so we watched Book Club. A film I'd already seen yeah. in the cinema before it opened. <laughs> So I knew what book club was and I was excited. Let me tell you, when book club was coming out, I was like, this is going to be great. It's like four heavy hitters. Yeah. See, that's why I, that's why I wanted to watch it because I was still excited about watching. But it. you didn't notice the discourse after two years of being like, oh, no, it's bad. Even for the people who like the holiday, they don't like book club. Yeah. Why are still... people liking the holiday at the moment? Fuck that fucking film. <laughs> two and a bit hours long and nothing happens. I know yeah. Jude Law is daddy, but that doesn't count. No, he's not daddy. He's napkin head. Absolutely. No, he opens the door <laughs> and his daughter says, Daddy, he goes, I am Daddy. And he becomes <laughs> Napkin. It's the story of his evolution. We know who Daddy is, and we'll talk about that later. Jude Laurie's Daddy, he becomes Napkin Head. It's the story of that over a five minute dynasty. There is only one Daddy, and we'll talk about him briefly later. But there are two cops. <laughs> That's what we follow Book Club up with. What do we follow Book Club with? We follow yeah. Book Club up with Bond Cop and Bad Cop. Oh, God. A film yeah, I wanted to a... watch for a decade. That was a that was a strange one. That was it was Canadian, but then it was also French. Yeah, I know. Weird how that works. Yeah, strange. I, it's also noted that was we recorded that the uh, day Carl Reiner passed. So, oh. uh, if you ever wanted to know how uh, real depression felt, listen to that episode because <laughs> oh boy, yeah, that's something keep track of deaths. Look, I usually look my my world. My world has always been based on I keep track of, of dates based on when films come out. So this year I'll keep track of dates when when my favorite people have fucking died. Right. Fair <laughs> enough. of favorite Sorry, people. Episode uh, one hundred ninety nine. Oh, what was one hundred episode ninety nine? It was Cameron Diaz. Cameron it Diaz. was Catherine Keener. It was my man, Johnny Malks. We're bringing John Malkovich, baby. Oh, wow. Yeah. Spike okay. Jones, Charlie Kaufman, being John Malkovich. Now, we watched last night, um, as we were called, we, wa- we both watched um, Big Fat Quiz of the Year. This yeah? is true. Yes. Um, 2020. Did, not, not did, any other this, did this film pop up in your head at all? While we were, while you were watching it, no, it didn't. Um, there was a there was a question where they were talking about um, some fashion show decided to go ahead with it, but they did it with puppets. Okay, and it was the first thing I thought of was being John Malkovich. When they showed the clip of the puppets, the only thing I thought of was, I mean, that set looks a bit like the Phantom Thread. <laughs> the way it's lit and the way it feels, it feels like um, Woodcock's front living room when he does the the dress thing. I was just imagining. Um, uh, What's his name above? Cusack. Like, yeah. Or Cusack. Malkovich. Cusack above using the, the puppet 
Yeah, but then no one would turn up. It was Malkovich doing it. It'd be performance yeah. art, wouldn't it? He'd do it off a bridge, a giant version. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be Elizabeth Tabicki. Yeah. Because she's very tall. So tall they had to shoot her at IMAX this year. Um, yeah. Being John Malkovich happened. That was uh, interesting. I that was you catching up on that, because really, you've yeah. seen it before, but you haven't really seen it in the context of Kaufman and Spike Jones. Yes, exactly. So now we're working, we were working backwards through after doing adaptation of the Synecdoche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you fun. imagine if we did a Charlie Kaufman film that came out this year? You know, I still haven't watched it. Because if we did that, I tell you what, I'd be thinking. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt that way watching the whole film, and I had a friend sitting there with me who'd already seen it before that day, sitting with me throughout the entire film, seeing if I was liking it at all. <laughs> and I, I, wouldn't, you... I wouldn't have lasted the entire fucking film if it wasn't for him. I also did that with Eyes Wide Shut with him. He's a friend of mine. <laughs> I still love him, but. Jesus Christ. You've the only time we watching... watched good films are when we watched, you know, what do we watch? Uh, I showed him Mortigai and Stop Making Sense. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. He loved um, them both. So fuck you guys. Well, you, um, you've put me off watching some new releases this year, like that and uh, Mank. Because Mank is. Wank. Wank. <laughs> What did we... Oh, so that was 199. That was 199. 200. We turned 200 this year, by the way. We friends. had... Yeah. What a milestone. Congratulations. Uh, and I say my friends very particularly. Yes. Yeah. Because we celebrated with friends. We did indeed. Um, it was lockdown, but we still got together. Yeah. We had lots of uh, interviews. Um, was it like six hours in, in all? Six and a half hours. Six and a half hours. Hanging out and with friends, talking about... Cats. I love how I managed to turn that 200th episode into a cat special again. Every time. Like clockwork. Was... Towards the end of every interview, it's like, oh, what in cats? <laughs> I did the first couple of times. And then it just became a thing where I was like, well, I've got to do it because Andrew's expecting it. And Andrew will be disappointed if I don't. <laughs> and you heard my disappointing reaction every time. Oh, good. He said it, I said. <laughs> Under my breath of... I think I muted myself a couple of times as well, just so you could uh, do your conversations. Uh, 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 <laughs> and it was even better. My gift to you for congratulating you on 200 episodes was that you get to listen to this all over again when you edit it. <laughs> Ow! I just hit my head against the wall. Um... But we had Mark Serby, we had Ivan Radford, we had Bradley Porter, we had friend of the show, Chris Hewitt. Friend of the show, Chris Hewitt. We had Jazz Tankay, we had Sarah Cook, we had Nathaniel Smith, Simon Thompson, Richard Sandling, <laughs> Sarah O'Connor. Sarah O'Connor is the only one I wasn't. Janet Dave I, Thomas. Uh, Sarah O'Connor is the only one. You missed out Sarah O'Connor. She, she did ask about you, bless. Oh, did she ask about uh, cats? No. Oh, uh, I'm pretty sure I avoided talking. I think that's the one part you don't have to listen to talk about cats. Oh, really? Oh. I feel like I managed to avoid that because, you know, we just spent half an hour trying to be positive and funny. And she threw me under the bus a couple of times when she was going, you know how she is. She's very dry. Yes. She'll yes. she'll start a premise and she will go on that joke for an hour before you work out how you're going to get in there as well. <laughs> so it was basically that. I'm, I'm disappointed you didn't, you didn't talk about cats. 
we have well, a theme find, going. You, you know, you can go onto YouTube and watch the uh, episode, and you can find I've split up all of the uh, yes, guests. Yes, I should click do that. And find your favourite guest choice there. I always, quite um, I always actively avoid listening back to the podcast because I can't stand my voice. Well, that's how you can but, do it. Um, listen to my, your voice. Yeah. Isn't that good? Yeah. But that was six and a half hours. We split it over two parts on the uh, SoundCloud and RSS feeds because that's how they want you to do it. Otherwise, yeah. But we watched Hamilton. We did indeed, uh, <laughs> which I rightly um, predicted. You did. And you also, what else? What other film did you watch during that time? During Hamilton time, yeah. Um, Star May West. Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> we didn't even do it for the podcast. I no, you just, did it well, for I guess, talking to Jan and Dave. Yeah, yeah. Did, did they see cats? I can't remember. I'm pretty sure they didn't. They've got. Yeah. Cats. Well, they. You know, I I sat through. Um, I can't even remember what it was called. May West film. I can't remember what it's called. Um, Sex Tech. It's called Sex Tech. There we go. Sex Tech. Yeah. I got it confused with the uh, Stallone film Rhinestone in my head. <laughs> yeah, I, I sat through Sex Tech. They should sit through uh, Cats. Do you know what we should do? We should bring them back and do a Cats episode with them. There we go. <sighs> I've, been think- think- I've been trying to rack my brain as to how we can do- fit Cats into another episode, and I've got, I've got the idea. <laughs> Don't worry, uh, guys. We can do another cancer episode now. I would sue you, and you know who I get to help me out? Go on. The only activist I ever know who's important. Aaron Brockovich. Ah, uh, Aaron Brockovich. I, this is another film I, I wanted to watch for ages, just because I'd always heard the name. Yes. Um, and I didn't know it was going to be what it was going to be about. You know? uh, it was Dark Waters, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's basically that. Yeah, pretty much. It's good. So that's good. good that's a good thing because yeah. uh, procedural research, I like that kind of stuff. Yeah, I like Steven Soderbergh. I've still not seen his new one with Mel Street, which is all improvised. Uh-huh. It's basically a Mike Lee film. Um, what Let them all follow... talk. She, he did, says. What did we follow uh, Aaron Brockovich with? Why would you follow Aaron Brockovich? We would run away from Aaron Brockovich, wouldn't we? True. Because Aaron Brockovich True. is out there in the big city making big deals with Albert Finney. Whereas we would have to wander into the wild. Oh, God, into the wild. That was a damn good film. It was nice. With music by uh, Eddie Vedder, Kenny. Yeah. Yeah. Sing of Yellow Led Better, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just watched season nine of uh, Letter Kenny, and they do a whole run on uh, how you can put Letter Kenny into anything, and uh, they nail it twice with Eddie Vedder, Kenny. That was just, yeah, that was just a nice. Eddie, Into the Wild is... Oh, I love Into the Wild so much. Yeah. All the shots, all the locations, all the feeling, all the Catherine Keener. And how, did, how do we uh, follow it Into the Wild? Oh, I get out my little black book. Ah, uh, yes, black but book. Not my, it's not that little. It's a, it's a regular-sized black book. I would call yeah. it a Jvat book. <laughs> yeah, that was... um. Paul Verhoeven, baby. Yeah, it was good. It was just um not depressing, but like... Oh, yeah, kind of. Dark. But like, it's dark. Dark, yes, dark. Yeah. But it's like, was it, dark. Was it, wait, was, was Black Book two and a half hours? Uh, Around there, right? See. It was over two right. hours. I think so, yeah. I think it was like at least 2.16 or something. So it's like a two and a half hour... 2.25. 
near, a near two and a half hour Danish film with Carrie's Van Houten that mm. wasn't too depressing. They didn't yeah. make you feel like the worst thing for the world. How come that's got half the like, probably even a third of the listeners of fucking Brimstone? <laughs> What's the difference? Because when I take why did Brimstone podcast... get our fucking Facebook taken down for a week? <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. When I take uh, when I take over the podcast, uh, good things happen. Um, so it's a good thing I took over the podcast for about two months after this. Yeah, because it was Fright Fest time. So it was watched, Fright Fest uh, time. One of your Fright Fest films from last year. Yep, we watched uh, one of my favourite Fright Fest films from last year, um, The Drone, uh, which I've watched twice this year. I introduced you to it, and I introduced my sister to it. Um, and I had fun both times. By the way, um, uh, I haven't picked back up its phone calls, so... <laughs> Don't expect um, to see me and the droid in the same room together. Such a ridiculous fun film. And your silence is agreement. Moving on. It's a film um, that wants to be fun, but doesn't know what fun is. It wants to be like, oh, aren't we silly trash? Like a fucking Sharknado. <laughs> uh, yeah, Damn and that was film. Fright Fest weekend for you. So you then covered it Fright was Fest. indeed. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. We did some uh, little mini Fright Fest episodes. Yes, that was fun. We hoped to do that for uh, Halloween, yeah, October. October, but it didn't quite happen. Yeah. Yeah, by then but, I was uh, back at work. But, one of us did yeah, see Mark Pro- friend of the show Mark Price's new film Dude Drifter, and that had some real great sequences in that one. See that and um, which is now uh, available DVD. Ah, that and the stylist uh, were the two films I was the only two films I was looking forward to seeing, uh, and I'm hoping we can do the stylist next year when it comes out. Now the stylist is like the drone; it's about piece of technology, but this time it's a digital pen that works with a uh, touch screen, right? Yes. Yes. Exactly. Was it Nintendo 3DS? <laughs> well, that'll be spoiling things. Okay. Oh, oh, it, it's a multi. It starts out as a 2DS. Well, 2DS came after 3DS, though. Yeah, I know. That's the weird thing. Oh, so it's backwards compatible. Yeah. It's, it's a, a, it's a, a sequel. Sequel. It's a spiritual sequel to Tenet. Um, it's a sort of sequel. <laughs> sort From of one of the dudes that brought you, that will bring you Tenet? <laughs> Um, inversion, baby. Let's get inverted. We watched Bluebird. We did indeed. We watched Bluebird, and this uh, this was the start of uh, it was a start of a whole musical month, and it was the start of a whole new world. A whole. Don't you dare close your eyes. <laughs> um, yeah, we worth this point we... of view. <laughs> a new podcast to save your ass. Just for me and you. Um, yeah, so if it weren't for Bluebird, I don't know if, when we would have got round to uh, finally doing the Nashville TV show podcast. Backstage oh, what, backstage at Bluebird. Bluebird. Um, which we do every Friday. We Except for towards... last Friday and this Friday. <laughs> yes, we took a little break. We're taking, um, we're taking a, a break whilst you know, Nashville is going through a pretty tough time. Yeah, such a shame. That was, <sighs> was yeah. tough. I haven't checked exactly where it was because I don't want to. I'm, I'm scared of finding out if it was near anywhere I stayed. Um, because they might find your DNA. <laughs> no, just what have you been up was, to? Just because, um, I don't know. It just, yeah. Yeah, you don't want to haunt your memories of a, good, of yeah. a place by discovering it's gone. Yeah, exactly. Like, but we are, we are thinking of Nashville and we hope they are doing okay. Stronger or better than ever, right? Yes. 
Um, but yeah, Bluebird kicked off uh, the Nashville TV show podcast, which I am so surprised at uh, how much you're enjoying. Um, and if you want to listen, please do go and listen to our weekly recaps. Um, yeah, you can catch up all the way to the latest episode where we uh, introduce the character Ted Lexington. Uh, Will Lexington. Ted. He's a Ted. He's a total he's Ted. Ted. He's got Ted he's energy. Ted. He's got those Ted vibes to him. He wears a hat. He's American. He probably <laughs> comes over here to, you know, manage a football team. Just understand the sport. He's a total Ted. He's a bear who helps deal with uh, the fear of thunder. Total Ted. That's a classic Ted move. Remember Ted? <laughs> he's the Thunder Bunny. Thunder Bunny's a back, baby. I should call it Ted 3. Brackets, lasso type. Well, yeah, Jason Sudeikis and Ted. That uh, kicked off musical documentary musical month. Yep, which um, was, I believe, the only music documentary in musical yes. month. <laughs> it was yeah. a loose, loose interpretation because we went straight into Android Phantom Web Territory. Yep, Phantom of the Opera. Uh, this is our precursor to next year's uh, episode on Love Never Dies. Um, which we are doing, by the way. Um, it does count. That. We did Hamilton as an actual episode. So yeah, but that was going to be released in cinemas. I put that in my 2020 montage of 2020 films. Mm. I called that and small acts films for people to be happy about. Okay. I I still think there's a way we can do uh, Love Never Dies as an actual episode. Um, oh yeah, or at least the... when I've actually been dead. <laughs> when you a, take over the show, it's just you. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to be taking over the show again next year, and we are going to be doing. Uh, um, love never dies, and I'm gonna just spring it on you, and you will have no choice but to go along because you know, yes, and well, at least um, I've had control of the show for the last five years. <laughs> um, that was uh, brilliant to rewatch, and uh, you know, some great songs, and you loved every moment of it. Uh, we followed that with um, Masquerade, <laughs> we're living in a charade, Masquerade, we... I'm going to rain on your parade, Masquerade. We, lo- we followed that up with uh, The Last Five Years, which I was another film I've, I've listened to the soundtrack of a lot. Um, and the film did not live up to the expectations of what I had from when I first saw the film. One for uh, him, one for her, one for yeah. him, one for her. It was a shame. I was hoping we'd, we'd both enjoy that a lot. but Yeah, that yeah. film was nothing. Yeah. What a waste of time. Uh, speaking of which, we then did Top Hat just because it was featured in Green Mile, which we did the year before. Was it the year before? Yep, because that was for Penny yep. Cemetery. Yes. Um, and I'd been wanting to watch Top Hat for so long, and it was finally available to watch on uh, BBC Other Things. Um, and that was disappointing. Man, imagine being disappointed by a film you've been wanting to watch for ages. Yeah. The American in Paris. Yes. Yeah, this was on WeChat, is actually for oh, a week. Oh, enough. people were so talking about how great this one was for yeah. years. A classic, a masterpiece. I let you take back control for one week and you bring us that. It was one week. Yep. Um, and we followed that <laughs> with another musical leading into Horror Month. Yeah, it was our October. transitional period. Uh, we did a repo, the dramatic opera. Yes, we did. Oh, we watched all of that. Yeah, can't say we didn't. Yeah. There's one thing and you that... can't say is that I've not now seen the Darren Lynn Boseman movie because I have. And that we did because uh, I'd seen a little clip on TikTok or Musically, as it was called when I had it. 
um, before releasing it. Um, and yeah, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't great. No, it, oh, was... it was kind of the opposite of great. Yeah. It dug through the ditches, it burned through the witches, it slammed in the back of its Dragula. But then we we had a we had we had horror month. Uh, we did. We were it's Halloween. It's so, the most spooky time of the year. So Johnny, it was your choice of spooks this year. Yep, I chose one of my favorite horror movies. Yep, uh, favorite one of my favorite horror movies of recent years. And I remember going to see it multiple times in the cinema and being terrified by it. And it was a hawk in a sweater. Yeah, Dinofrio over the um, phone. So it's Dafonio. I don't know how I was ever scared by this film. It's the jumps, just the the sound mixing in the yeah. cinema. You're like, oh, oh gosh, it made me jolt out of my seat, so it must be scary. Yeah. Do you know what the scariest jump scare, you know, actual use of sound jump scare I remember is? Go on. Do you remember Nocturnal Animals? Uh, yeah, a bit. There was a sequence in which Amy Adams is looking at the uh, baby monitor. Or like the, right. the like a security camera baby monitor in her house. And such, it's still, and then suddenly all you hear is this bassy, and then the screen smashes, and there's something there. Oh. But instead of being like, it's, and it's a guttural noise. It See, actually it hits your stomach and turns that around. I think that's the most effective version of that I've ever heard. I think the only thing I remember from Nocturnal Animals was seeing it at London Film Festival um, before, uh, I think, La La Land was going to be screening after it. And we were in The View in Leicester Square, and La La Land was going to be screening at the Pitch House. Um, it might not have been La La Land, but it was something like that, a big, big film that everyone was excited for. Yeah. And about five minutes before the credits started rolling, you could sense everyone picking up their bags and sort of getting closer to the edge of their seat just to leave and get to the front of that queue. And I remember running I out... I was... Aaron Taylor Johnson for sitting on a toilet naked to get himself a Golden Globe nomination. Jeez, I don't even remember that. I just remember everyone wanted to He's leave. just there sitting on the toilet naked. Like, what, um, why is this Why is this toilet outside, for one thing? And I, I remember we all kind of... I was close to the uh, back of the screen, so I, um, I, I was one of the first people out, and I was running to the Pitch House Central, and someone running alongside me dropped a folder with, like, all sheets spilling out, and I just kind of ran on like it's every man for himself. <laughs> Yeah, that's I remember, I remember rushing out of La La Land. <laughs> I didn't even want to see. I, you know, I was offered the opportunity to sit there and watch the Q and A with Gosling and uh, what's his name, Michelle? Giselle. Yeah, and like, you know, fuck this. I'm going to go to the View and pay twenty quid to watch Storks. Yeah, better yeah. movie. Um, well, we took a break for horror month uh, to celebrate my birthday. Well, it was a commentary, was it? Yeah. Uh, social network commentary because it was our 10th anniversary of social network it's not like um, you know the uh, director had a film coming up so that we could promote and uh, that too and the composers had two films coming up that we could discuss that too um, we got Menky yeah, baby this is uh, fun to revisit it was hard to talk over because it's a very dialogue heavy film you yeah listen to every bit of poetry because Aaron's yes. very good at what he does yeah David Fincher's very good at what he does. You know what? It's a perfect film. It really is. It really is. Best film of the, de- of the decade. Um, and, it, and it came out at the beginning of the decade. Have you seen Mad Max Fury Road? Yeah, but still. 
Um, and then we followed that with another Fright Fest film that I loved. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Death of a Vlogger, uh, which I now own, and I'm I'm proud to own it because uh, you have to support um, up and coming directors. So you know you don't in, have to support up and coming directors. directors. Up and coming directors may not be supportable. <laughs> I still enjoyed this. Um, it, it brought back fond memories of Fright Fest. Back when I used to sit in an actual cinema for Fright Fest. Remember those? I can't imagine through this in a cinema. <laughs> it was made for TV. Um, and, and we ended Halloween month with... The proper the cinema movie. Film, the scariest film. Um, E.T. the actual terrestrial. Oh, be right That's E.T. That's E.T. Oh God, Jesus Christ! Imagine that. No, I've got that. five on it. Um, I I found a, a bit of a love for. I still think it's quite creepy sometimes, but I it's I understand like why it charming. is. Uh, it's fucking creepy the first half of it. Ah, <sighs> et sexy. <laughs> you just know. Look at those eyes. Oh God! That finger it can do things. <laughs> Nice and warm. Um, and then uh, it was uh, back to you for. It was back November. to me and uh, a return of uh, Jim Broadbent Potoon early in the yes. thing. We, he came back on the show. It's been, he'd been in lockdown for a while. We uh, thankfully hadn't seen him. Yes, he was uh, vulnerable. So. <sighs> so he popped in to discuss his work in uh, Martin Scorsese's Gangs of New York. Yeah, which was long. Long yeah. film. Two hours 40. Yeah. Those are the hands that built America. Yeah. That built America. These are the hands that built America. Um, yeah, it was it was good. It was fine, but it was long. Yes, it was long, but it ends with you too singing about the hands that built America. Yeah. Now, could you imagine someone singing, you know, someone from some sort of Gaelic connection looking over New York singing about America? Um... Is the links to the following week's film? What's the matter with him? <laughs> He's all right. Like a will. <laughs> yes, we uh, we followed that with a a damn good film, one of my favourite films of this year. Yes. Um, I wish David I could have Burns. seen this on a big screen. I hope when yeah. the cinemas can come back, we can do a double bill of stop making sense in this one. Oh, surely. Spike Lee. A Spike Lee joint. Yeah. David the Burns, the best of Spike Lee's two films this year. Um, and we reminisced about the times when we used to go to concerts. And you could have gone to this concert. Yes. Yeah. I offered you. I, <laughs> Mr. I, Johnny, I, I offered you all the tickets. I, I don't think I saw the actual, the actual hints, <laughs> as big as they were. Um, I always assume the worst, so I just assume you would prefer to do it without me annoying you. <laughs> I would never prefer to do anything without you, especially it. <laughs> um, and then we had a little bit of a bust up. Well, no, uh, no, 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 because that, right. that was David Byrne's American Utopia. We it haven't even said that. I did. I Bird. said it. Did not hear you. Oh, I did not see you. I did not feel <laughs> you. I did not know you. We watched American Utopia, which I've now seen six times. Oh well, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I it's been a bomb it. this this season. I rewatched it soon after with my sister, and I've listened to the album a, few, a fair few times. Um, 
yeah, damn good film. Just uh, I, I I can't uh, get his music out of my head sometimes. Yeah, just wonderful. Um, but we followed that up with uh, Monsters vs. Aliens. Hey, what's that? You wanted to watch a Reese Witherspoon Kiefer Sutherland movie, which also had Rain Wilson in it. Yes, it takes all your I mean, boxes. Perfect. Bobby Newport. It was perfect. I mean, it wasn't really. Uh, and we 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 dove deep into the ethics of a deceased invisible man. Doesn't didn't not on the records. Didn't the ethics the and the technicalities. Very strange. Very worrying. Not good. Bad. Don't do it. It's just a line. We spent so long on it. Singular gag, and yeah, I think it's fine to get in the weeds with that kind of thing because it doesn't make any sense. If they're going to throw away that line, you should also have make sure the world is built around that line. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you're just saying it for saying it, and that means nothing. And when something means nothing, nothing means anything. And if anything means nothing, nothing anything can be <laughs> anything. Tenet. Speaking of Tenet, we went back to the start again. <laughs> Vigo Mortensen, right. David Cronenberg. Ah, uh, yes, another one. We looked at the hit. See, so we started off with the hands that built America. <laughs> then we had the utopian America. Then we looked back at 1950s America. <laughs> now we're going to have a history of America. Of oh, violence. And uh, well, yeah, America. America is built upon violence. Yeah, yeah. That was a, that was our America Month, November. Yeah. In you celebration of uh, now, in celebration <laughs> of the election. Yeah, you don't act like you planned that. You never mentioned anything like this when we were doing this. No, I don't mention things. It's thematic. <laughs> it's there. It's intrinsic. You just you just found that now, grasped onto it, and now you're 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 taking it. I think you'll find I found that during the month, and I realised mm. I I consciously made this decision, as I do quite a lot with my writing. You'll find that uh, I'm unconsciously creating thematic elements that weave together tapestries. <laughs> That's that's I'm a very good writer like that. You might b- not believe me. I genuinely am when I'm coming up with storylines. I'm thinking, why does this work? Oh, now I get it. My mind created this thing, and now I'm putting it together. I see why my mind did that because that's how it's meant to be. Well, uh, you good, did do good, that with uh, December because we uh, we were judging December. Oh yeah, and how did judging December start? What was the first film? Uh, <laughs> An American film. Oh, we no, it's not American movie. I think you can say that at this point we done America. We've done November. America. Like Beavis and Butthead. We Beavis and Butthead do America. Yeah. And you were finally introduced to Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. And Cornholio. Yes. Now, the thing with Cornholio, and I don't know if you know this, Johnny. Right. He needs TP. Oh, my God. Where's Buttonhole? Are you threatening me? Yeah. I mean, I'm glad I finally got to uh, witness... What uh, what Beavis and Butthead were, but, <laughs> but yeah, um, <laughs> no thanks. But we followed that with my favorite, uh, possibly my favorite episode. This was Honestly, weird. Yes. We uh, we uh, we got our red staplers out. We got our red staples out, and, and we uh, uh, yeah, um, we're gonna have to go ahead and uh, listen to an episode <laughs> about Office Space. Okay. I mean, I never thought I would love this film this much. Um, I deep dove into uh, Disney pins. Did you feel like you uh, were going to have a flair with it? No, not at all. 
Um, yeah, I deep dove into Disney Disney pins because of a flare, and we both learned things. Um, yeah, I learned to bring up Disney pins with Johnny. Fascinating things, surely. Come on, I mean there were. I'm I'm still obsessed. If you're listening, if you're listening to episode there, it's 45 minutes about the <laughs> Disney pin infrastructure. <laughs> 45 minutes. It went on for a while. Oh my god. <laughs> Don't and not, like and not just it. the subculture online and the fan <laughs> culture, but the actual corporative structure. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. Um, Basically, it was. Let me watch Idiocracy. Well, wait, wait. But I also fell in love with um with um Milton. Milton. Same Milton. As Milton. Yeah, and he's going to burn down the place. The amount of times I've watched just those clips on YouTube since doing this episode, just I, I love it. I just if I if I want to cheer myself up a bit, it's weird to say like, like that. But like, if I want to watch something that I love, it will be those clips. Just anything Milton, and I I, I just I could watch them over and over again. It's, oh, I love Milton. Oh, um, he loves you. Yeah, and then we did Idiocracy. We did cool. Idiocracy, which was the last of our December, judging December. Now, of course, Extract is available on Amazon Prime. You can watch that if you want. Yes. Yeah. Maybe one day. Idiocracy was an end, is partial end of 2020, because, you know. Yes. Well, we, yeah, we followed uh, that up with where the wild things uh, no, are. We did a commentary on last Christmas. Ah, right. Okay. Where the wild things oh, are yeah. was last week, but before that, we dropped an episode before to get you ready for the Christmas week right. where we watched last Christmas which is a film people did not like and we yeah. like it's charming and, we went into, and we, it's we all about into. London living in London during Christmas time and, and uh, we missed up. that this year so fucking much yeah um, yeah we went into this uh, when it first came out both wanting to ridicule it and yeah. uh, loving it yep good um, film Henry Golding yeah Media Clark Paul Feig charming yeah. Just nice. But where are the wild things? Well, that's what we found out the following week. Oh, well, last week. Uh, we where found out where the wild things are. Where? Where are they? They're in a weird world. Yeah, are they in a weird world or are they just in our mind? Maybe. In our mind with Catherine and Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Nice. Nice film. Nice sort of wind down to the year. Calming, sad... Guttural primal scream into uh, 2020. Yeah. What a year. What a mess. What a year. What a year indeed. And you can go back and listen to every episode. Any episode. Just hang out with us. Where can you find you? Well, uh, you can find me at movie underscore mad on Twitter and on Instagram. Okay. What about you? Where can I find you? I'm at Ethan Runt on Twitter. You can watch my 2020 uh, film montage. Yeah, uh, very good. Fun. It is very good. Yeah, it's very funny. There's a couple of jokes in there you might not notice. <laughs> um, what what have we got uh, to look for? Oh, are you moving mad? Are you mad? I think you find on Twitter. Are you moving mad at hotmail.com is our email. Yeah, you can find us on Facebook. Are you moving mad? Pod, pod knows of course is where we live, breathe, yeah. and exert ourselves. Um, rate, review, and subscribe on various platforms: Stitcher, iTunes. Spotify, mm-hmm. not yet available on 
Amazon. The Amazon do podcasts? Yeah, they've come oh. up on their things every so often on music. They offer you podcasts, and I keep checking them. We're not there yet, so hmm. I don't know how to add us to that. But who gives a monkeys? Promote, tell people about us. Look, come on, let's have let's make twenty twenty one better than twenty twenty could ever be. We're going to start off right. I think you'll find. Aren't we going to start off right? I hope so. I'm looking forward to. Uh, do you know the what next week's film is? I do indeed. Because we're going to start off 2021 with something a bit uh, searching. Yes. Um, and it's big, Something it's a bit fun. groovy. I mean, you could call James Brown for this one because he's got that. Or Jamie Foxx. Has he got that? Yeah. Collateral. We're, we're going to well. rewatch Collateral now. <laughs> it's available in 4K. <laughs> um, what else have we got to look forward to next year, though? Next year, uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll see what we can do with HBO Max films. You were talking about trying to do that, and I'm a bit weary on yeah. how that's But we'll see what we can do. Yeah. Yeah, trying to push the new releases, of course, and go back through the old scale. It, the, the thing about this is there's a lot of we have to do things streaming these days, mm. which means at the moment there are a couple of discs in my collection still unwrapped because I bought them back in January last year for this year. And we still can't have time to watch Raw or Repo Man. Because they're films we have to watch together, because they're physical yes. copies and they're hard to find streaming. And yeah. it's that kind of situation. They've got a lot of stuff sitting on my DVD collection that I'm just going to show you this year. Do you think? <laughs> do you think we'll um we'll get around to being in person again this year? Next year, I next don't year. Know. I genuinely don't know. I'm always mm-hmm. a bit wary. I'm scared. Yeah. Scared. I'm semi high risk with my yeah. health, and I don't want to die yet. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to come near you unless I've got a vaccine. I wouldn't want to come near you. That's what your stomach's for. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the pearl necklace, by the way, my Christmas present. Um, no, what a way to end the show. <laughs> Until next year. Yeah, see you next year. Christ. <laughs> come on. Aren't you just jazzed? <laughs> Next year is going to be a thing. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll do something cool. But hey, who knows? Look, we can't get excited. We've seen what the schedule is for the first two months. We can't get excited. Come and join us. Thank you for listening. Until next time. Next year. 2021. Hashtag better. Sperm. Are You Movie Mad is part of the Podnose Network, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network, produced and edited by Andrew Jones, executive producer George Grimwood. To find out more about Podnose's network, go to www.podnose.com.